What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and this is episode 29, Letting Go and Letting God. Uh, Today we're going to talk about that aspect and how sometimes even with answered prayers, it's not exactly what we want. We're never satisfied, are we? Oh gosh. Uh, I wanted to uh, let you know about a book I have, A Few Minutes with God. You may want to check that out on Amazon, and it answers the question, especially uh, for teens that I wrote it for, um, how do we hear God? How do we hear that small, still voice? So if you haven't read the book, uh, check it out. It's available on Amazon. All right, we are going to talk about letting go and letting God, and let's face it, life is so unpredictable, and most of the time, we just can't keep up. It's chaotic and topsy-turvy, and one minute we're lamenting about one thing, and the next we're lamenting about what could have been. And I have done this, uh, you know, many times throughout my life, and I've even looked at things like, oh my gosh, what's the next thing that will surely break me? So in this episode, I'm going to share how life experiences can be an enjoyable ride for the most part with the hills and valleys, because we have the assurance that God is never far away. You can find the show notes for podcast 29 at a few minutes with God podcast.com. I'll look for the episode letting go and letting God. We can all agree that life happens. And most of the time, it can be something as small as, you know, a little one spilling a drink at dinner, um, to perhaps a speeding ticket, uh, that child grew up and, um, I was with her when we went through one of those speed traps, um, in North Florida where the, um, all of a sudden the speed drops, uh, 10 miles an hour. And even those things can send us over the edge, you know, whether it's, you know, something small or something big. And I really want to hone in on one important fact. We need to allow God to be God of our lives. You know, for those of us with older children, we wish for the days long gone by, right? For the spilling drinks at dinner time. Because with little kids, there were little problems. And now with bigger kids, we have bigger problems. But how do we prepare when life is out of our control? We pray your will 
and we let go and let God. And let's face it, most of the time, things that happen are out of our hands. You know, people don't plan to lose money in the stock market. People didn't plan for the economic crash in 2009 or whatever year that affected your family. For us, it was 2009 when my husband, who owned his own business, found work scarce. He's a builder. He worked in the construction industry the entire time we were married. And it was a good life. But we watched as storefronts closed, motorcycle and auto stores, the smaller ones closed shop. The streets and the stores were like ghost towns. I remember walking into a sporting goods store at one point, and there was no one as far as the eye could see. We must have faith that things will get better. And it took many years for there to be some sort of a recovery. And even now, you know, all these years later, you know, almost 10 years later, we still see some of the effects of it. Hebrews 11.1 1 states, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen, which is the perfect definition of faith. If we could see it, it wouldn't be faith, right? We have faith because that is all that's left. We have faith because the Bible tells us that it takes conviction of not seeing the evidence and still believing. And I recently um, have had a miraculous event I want to share with you. I have five children, and the second oldest went to college nearby. She lived at home. She finished in three years, and the cost was very affordable. Even um, our income level at the time was pretty good, so you know we barely felt that effect at all. Now with my fourth child in college, and she received a partial scholarship out of town, thank you, Jesus, and my fifth child about to go to college, I began to worry again, right? It's what we moms do. Lord, I was praying, we can't afford both of them in college at the same time. What are we going to do? I remember having a frank discussion with them about the possibility of taking out student loans, and I felt horrible about it. But I just knew that with the cost of some of the colleges that were making offers for my children to play sports, that there was no way we could afford that high-ticket price. And one of my children became pretty stressed about it, and we talked about, you know, not getting into debt for years. I mean, that's what I preached with my kids as part of our homeschooling. Um, You know, we always talked about that. We studied about it. And, you know, part of the issue resides in the majors that both of them selected. Um, Part of it was finding a college that could offer what they wanted to study as well as the position on a baseball or softball team that they wanted. And so we prayed. And over Christmas, uh, when my daughter was home from college, we gathered and discussed the situation. And we decided to storm heaven as a family. Each night, we would pray for the situation, and we would pray God's will. And within, I don't even remember, day three, four, five, I can't remember, but both of my children received emails. And both of them, I can't believe this, received emails for full tuition from two separate colleges. And my son even got um, a meal plan and all of his books. I couldn't believe it. It seemed too good to be true. I was like, wow, seriously, Lord, no debt. I mean, the living costs in this in these states is much more reasonable than some of the other places we looked at. And yes, my kids were going to be in a different state from where we lived, pretty far away. And yet, 
I was thankful that the Lord had provided an answer to our prayers. And then reality set in. One college is 17 hours away from my house. The other is 23 hours away. Oh, Lord, that is so far away. And then I remembered, let go and let God. We want everything our way, don't we? We think we will be happy when we get our way. But in reality, we always have another demand for the Lord, another request that we are asking the Lord. Of course, we should pray for everything. But we need to remember that when we pray, it may not work out exactly the way we want. I just did a podcast on, on this topic on episode um, 28 about answered prayer. And, you know, when we pray to the Lord, we have to know that He has our needs at heart and He knows everything. And letting go and letting God can be difficult, okay? For me, it's really hard. So here are some practical ways to allow the Lord to work in your life. The first is trust. We have to trust that He has the perfect outcome and it is going to come in his time. Now, when we were praying for these college situations, it was like the last hour. I mean, many kids have already committed uh, to the colleges that they would be attending the following year. When my daughter got her college scholarship offer, it was in June or July, the summer before she was going to go to college, and she wasn't concerned. I was amazed at her, and she just said, you know, I'm not worried about it. If it's meant to be, it will be. Wow, to have faith like that. So the first is trust. The second is to freeze. Don't make any rash decisions. If you are letting go and letting God, you don't have to make an immediate choice. Just let it be and pray. And that's what we did. We've already gone to visit one college, and my son has accepted, and we're praying about visiting the college that made my daughter her offer. So... You know, it's not an immediate snap decision. It's one that's done in prayer. The third is to expect. If we've given the Lord our problems, we can expect great things to happen, not necessarily how we wish or plan, but in His perfect will that's so much better than ours. I never thought that the Lord would provide two full scholarships that, that is beyond miraculous to me. I'm sitting here as I share this with you in shock. I'm still in shock and it's many months later. I couldn't even podcast about it because, you know, it was like one of those things, Lord, is it too good to be true? Is it, is it going to be taken away from us? You know, I, I, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. The fourth is thankfulness, praising God that his answer will be miraculous and thanking him ahead of time. And that's what we were doing when we were praying. We were thanking him ahead of time for his perfect choice, for his perfect, you know, idea of what was out there. We had no idea about either one of these colleges. We neither of them was even in our radar, but God knew. God knew. And the fifth is hope. Without hope, we're in a sad state. We can always hope, but we always need to put things in God's very capable hands. 
Letting go and letting God means letting go of the outcome we want and allowing God to bring about his perfect will. He is in charge. He has the answer. He knows what is best for me, for my children, for my husband, for my extended family. He knows my heart. He knows my prayers. In fact, he knows them before I even ask. Letting go and letting God takes faith, the faith that surpasses all understandings. You know, Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So my prayer for you today and one that I will pray myself is the grace to know that God's plan is so much better than ours. Dear Lord Jesus, I praise you and I thank you, and I thank you for the miraculous way you answered our family's prayers. I ask, Lord, that you also answer those who are listening, who are praying to you, who have maybe lost hope, Lord, that you give them the knowledge and the hope that you will answer their prayers in a miraculous way, in a way that they never thought of, Lord, in a way that surpasses all understanding, Lord. Give them the faith to know that you are in charge, that your will is better than anything that we could ever hope for. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.